Welcome back to Let's Get Mary, the wedding and event podcast from brides who've been through it all and the founder of Mary, a day of coordination company. Hey, Sam. Hey, Mia. How's it going? It's good. How are you? You know, I was going to say chugging along. Like, I always <laughs> say that. But like, I was going to be like, it's going. <laughs> who's not chugging along? Um, how are your long list of New Year's resolutions? Not that you need a long list because you're perfect, but oh. you, you make a long list. I call them, they're my goals. Oh, they're right, my right. yearly goals and they're good. I wanted to do more marathons. I have two on the pipeline. It's not like hard for you to put that on your calendar. What? That's that you're like, you so easily be like, oh, I, I just ran 1700 miles. <laughs> I'm like, okay, challenge yourself. You know what your New Year's goal should be? What? Sit on the couch. On I can't. I, mean, I can't swear. do that. Sit on the couch. You're not the first person to tell me that. Like literally I have coworkers that are like, what are you like? Do you just chill? I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't like to do that. Right. Um, it's good though. I find that like I'm doing a lot of things. I feel like we're all in like the self improvement phase of the new year, right? Mm-hmm. Where we're trying to do things to better ourselves. So I'm definitely plugging along, working out a lot. That was one of my big things. I'm gonna. I was joking around to Joel. I was like, Joel, 2022 is hot Sam year. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. I love that Sam. You've always been hot. <laughs> well, thanks, Mia. But. You're welcome. How are your New Year's resolutions going? I, you know, I actually didn't like solidly write anything down. I think the one that I talked about on here was like not being judgy, which yeah. like I feel like I, I come over and you and I are like, this, that, here's that. Do you see that? Like, that's gross. Um, most recently, we were talking about Machine Gun Kelly and oh. Megan Fox drinking each other's blood. And I said, I try not to be judgy, but that's a little hard yeah, for me to understand. I agree with that, but I ship them and I love them. I know they're cringe. I also feel like she was joking. I feel like that was like. I don't think she was joking. The way she wrote it, I was like, I dot, think, dot, dot. I think they're on so much shit when they write their captions. Oh. Like, beautiful baby boy. Like, yeah, the way that yeah, she, yeah, like, yeah. like, I can't. Okay. But. Um, but yeah, no, trying not to be as judgy. What else? Um, I really need to meditate more. Okay. My meditation app like kicked me out. So I was dealing with a customer service issue with them yesterday. I'm back in. Um, what else do I need to do this year? I guess like spend less on clothes. That's a good one. I've been like better at that. The past have you months, looked though. at these like rent services? Like I do rent the runway. You do. Um, but they have other things like Nully. I think um, Revolve just came out with one, which I might switch oh. to because I love Revolve. Huh. Um, Cause I don't like, I always find with like, especially like fast fashion, like trends go in and out so much that yeah. it's so hard to be like, okay. And you're just wasting your money. But at right. least with like these rent services, I feel like, okay, like I'm getting something this month and then like, I'm going to swap it out for something else that I like. And I get, I get eight different things a month. That's a good idea. I think if I wasn't, if I was like working in an yeah. office, I would, I like, is Newly close or bags? Newly is close oh. or is it Nelly? It's something oh, I, sorry. I, I, I can't remember. I something like right. that. You're right. Whatever um, you want to say. It's clothes but they have bags too there's not not that brand but there's another brand um that a blogger i follow she like backs um yes. and they do like all these really cute designer bag partnerships I and jewelry it starts with an r i can't remember um yeah i just i have a thing of like no if i like something i want it in my closet yeah i get that 
But in terms of like outfits for weddings, I think Run the Runway is like such a good idea. Wow. Oh, maybe. Yeah, not. sorry. Ugh. I also do, I do always worry though of showing up in the same dress as someone else. I have never had that worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, because why? I think that there's so many dresses out there. And as long as you're not picking like, the most popular dress of this season kind of thing. Like, I think you're, you're fine. I think rent the runway could lead to potentially some people. Cause there are a lot of people that use it. Yeah. Um, the only time I tried to use rent the runway for a wedding <laughs> was for your wedding and it didn't work out. So rent the runway, Sam hates you. Uh, <laughs> I digress. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've seen pictures and I'm like, Oh yep. Saw the dress on rent the runway and I'm not even yeah. on there. I just like it yeah I think that's a good point like I think it's just trying to be unique in your pickings and like you know things like that it's interesting we were at a wedding and I saw a girl in a dress that I love from an Instagram like promotional ad yeah and I was like I feel like that's gonna be the next thing too how many nap dresses do you have right now Sam thank you so much for talking to me about (laughs) you're welcome I know you love them okay so I oh yeah okay there's a lot to unpack here I have at least four. Right. I remember I sent you some holiday ones. Did you get any yes. of those? My issue with the holiday ones is I don't love how they style short sleeves. Okay. Because they do like the turtleneck underneath. Got and it. I would I would wear them to like just have the skirt, but I think they look at least on me because I'm short, um, a little matronly when like I okay. cover the top. Um, but like I love tartan. Right. Um, but my choice ones are like definitely more spring, summer, fall. Okay. Um, but on February 2nd, Hill House Home, sponsor us, Nell Diamond, I love you. Um, they are launching um, on February 2nd. They're, it's like Victorian, like their dark Victorian um, like drop. And they do such a good job of marketing. Like they did like a back to school, like more collegiate drop in September. And yeah, so this one, like the, she was posting like, the poems that she was inspired by and these like powerful women in like Victorian area that she like based okay. the designs off of. So I think you should check it out. Um, and they're actually developing like a shorter version of the nap dress. Very There's cute. all these other designs. Yeah. I like the Ellie's the best. Um, it just really is. What made you ask that? You were just talking about clothes. And then oh. I remember when I sent you the uh, holiday spreadsheet, you're like, oh. I have 13 in my cart already. <laughs> I, I was hoping that like maybe you dove in. I know they're they're like not your style, um, but we do love a, a ruffle. A I shoulder. love a shoulder. Love a ruffle. I we have different styles, but like I I think the nap dresses are cute. Thank you. I think yeah. you should. I think you should get one of the tops. I I think they're so becoming. Um, and like I like in the world of sweatpants, it gave me like a sweatpant alternative. Yeah. And the founder calls it like her version of jeans. Like you can wear them every day and like rewear them and and all that. Um, But yeah, I just light up when I talk about. I I can see that. I can see it. (laughs) You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. That's what I'm here for. Okay. So Sam, what are we drinking? So I'm still on this kick from the book that you got me, T. Payne's Let Me Buy You a Drink book. It's amazing. Can I mix you a drink? (laughs) T. Payne's Can I Mix You a Drink book. There you go. Just take two there. Um, I'm obsessed with it. It's literally everything. If you like cocktails and hip hop, I think it's a really fun take on everything. So this drink is called Low and it's 
it looks amazing. So it's an ounce and a half of your favorite tequila, a half ounce of peach liqueur, a half ounce of fresh lemon juice, and then a half ounce of grenadine and two dashes of bitters. And then it's served in a coupe glass. Cheers. Cheers. You know, someone just said coupe to me last weekend, and I totally doubted them that it was pronounced coupe. But if you tell me it's coupe, I trust you. I didn't trust them. Oh, I it's coupe. It is. It is. I was like, dumbass. <laughs> coupe. <laughs> but as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, I'm wrong. <laughs> really working on my non-judging. <laughs> How's that going for you, Mia? Really good. Um, cheers. That's, cheers. That's great. I um, I like the addition of the peach liqueur. Yes. And the lemon. And I think this this could be a spring transitional I agree. drink, right? Yes. Awesome. Okay. So episode 12. 12. This is our season finale episode. So we are doing something similar as our season one finale, where we are rounding out the best of our advice from this season. So we are going to go through the best tips and tricks from each episode this season and leave you with a roundup of wedding knowledge. But we do think you should go back and listen to every episode, but we are going to bubble up the best of the best here. So, all right, shall we dive in? Let's dive in. All right, so episode one, dealing with the unexpected. Okay, so I think my favorite takeaway from that episode was where we said giving yourself due dates for decision-making, especially while the variants are running wild and um, difficult things like that, um, giving yourself um, a time to, to like make a call, pull the trigger, make a change. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that's good. I, so I went with process and acknowledge it, right. Know that it's something like process your emotions and then give yourself some time and then work towards an alternative. Great. Okay. Mia's wedding recap. Um, my biggest thing was to pack yourself snacks for the wedding weekend. Yes. So I said to be a support system for your friends. I love that. And, um, that reminds me that I've been thinking a lot about um, being excitable. And I feel like we probably mentioned that in one of these episodes of like the, my, one of my biggest takeaways from having been a bride this past year, 2021, last year, um, was I just felt so lucky that you all were such excitable people about my wedding. And I always, I think I, I was like that, but I definitely always want to be that for people. So if you have people in your orbit getting married, um, that like, you know, being excited for all of their wedding things right. is such a gift to the people planning. Yeah. So because nobody wants to feel like they're like being forced to do something or like rolling their eyes or anything like that. Like this is exciting for yeah. for you and your you yourself when you go through that want the same feeling. Exactly. So. All right. Ways to save money. Um, Okay. Choosing a venue that speaks for itself and doesn't need tens of thousands of dollars worth of flowers and decor. Yeah. I think that's a good one. So I said similar. So sourcing as much decor as you can that speaks to your own personal style. I think I remember this episode, we both talked about how we both have pieces from our weddings in our homes now. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Okay, how to handle bad vendors after the deposit. What a doozy. So (laughs) I said loop coordinators into the issues. Yep, definitely. And, you know, even if 
they're not taking the lead, bounce the thought off of them exactly, and, and bring someone else in. Um, okay. Mine is just plain ask them the best way to communicate. Yep. We see so many communication issues and fails within this industry, unfortunately. And, you know, it might feel rude to text people, um, but sometimes people like to text and that's the way that they're going to work with you. Yeah. Unbelievable wedding traditions. Okay. So this one was kind of cheating because the meat and potatoes of this episode was unbelievable wedding traditions. But at the end we chatted about bridal blues. Um, so I think one of the best things that, you know, Sam taught me too, is that, um, setting up things to look forward to post wedding is a really, uh, good idea to, you know, keep yourself level headed, um, processing like your wedding's over yeah yeah and I think you know I I love that it's something that we still kind of hold on to is like finding things that get like even just things to look forward to right like okay like Sundays we make pizzas like it's just something (laughs) that we do like a tradition I don't know that's a really good idea yeah Yeah, it can be as small as that or as big as like we are moving exactly like Sam like like (laughs) me and just pack in everything real quick exactly Okay, listener Q&A. I said uh, the parts of the episode where we got into the actual nitty gritty of wedding gift prices, yeah. I think um, I think that's what a lot of people are sometimes looking for advice on of like, okay, no, 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 I get that you're saying I need to bring a gift to this and to that, but like what number are you talking about? Agreed. And so that was, the average is like 150 per, per person. Um, that you're that you're giving as a gift. Uh, people definitely do above that. Some people go a little bit below, but that is like the average. Agree. The internet. Yeah. And so to that end, I said that I know that much to a lot of people's dismay, hearing this, you still do need to bring a gift to a destination wedding. Yeah, I agree. Never show up empty-handed, right? Right. All right. So episode seven was my hosting guide. So I love your um, idea of staggering family and friends and having a party for everyone. Yeah. I said the same thing. So ensuring that your event has something for everybody there. Great. Okay. Episode eight was everything the maid of honor needs to know. So, um, my favorite takeaway and hack from, from this episode was, um, my sister's suggestion, um, that, to, to basically use our before you ask bridesmaids or, or groomsmen advice on the rest of the bachelor guests as well, our bachelor party guests, and being clear on financial obligations and being clear that you can say no. Um, this helps reduce putting the person planning the batch in a bind um, if that is the person who has to ask for money for the bachelor party. You want to mitigate all drama and not have any tense moments when people yeah. get there and like between personalities and all that. Yeah. I, I think that's great. And to that end, I just said being clear about the financial obligations um, for, you know, maid of honor, parties, things like that. Great. All right. So episode nine was Wedding Jams Volume 2. My favorite thing is to have two end of the night songs. Um, I said this on the end at the end of this episode um, that it really helped signal to me that my night was coming to a close right? and it wasn't just sudden lights up, your wedding's over, go back to regular life. You know, it was, it was, okay, this is actually second to last. Don't tell anyone, everyone chants one more song, have an actual last song. Yeah. 
I think that's great. I loved what you were saying about taking guests through emotional highs and lows. Love doing it. All right. Episode 10, designing your ceremony. Um, okay. Thinking end to end of the experience of your ceremony. Um, you made me like realize how important this was like your welcome drinks, your horse leaving the guests, like the addition of blankets at your ceremony space, Sam, and, um, and not rushing the planning of the ceremony in general, making it interesting for guests and not making it too short. And I think we had some really good ideas and takeaways within that episode. So, um, you know, you don't have a five minute long ceremony. So what I said for this episode is keeping it authentic to the couple. You know how we were talking, a lot of people felt kind of compelled to follow traditions that maybe not necessarily spoke to them or their beliefs or anything like that. I think the one thing that we preach here is that you do what's best for you and you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. Um, so that's my, my takeaway there. Yeah, exactly. I think if it's not authentic to you, it reads as uncomfortable. And I mean, I feel like I can always tell when it's not really what the couple wants. Right. You know, if, if you, they're doing it for someone else. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Batch parties. Okay. Um, my biggest takeaway is to do a grocery order ahead of time, um, give the people food and drinks, um, and to do as much planning and detail of logistics and being really well thought out so you can let loose that weekend. Um, and then one other little thing I wanted to include that I don't know if I really said this in that episode that I wanted to make sure is clear is delegating. So maybe my sister and I mentioned this in, in the episode she was on with me, uh, but you know, like you totally took the lead on all those mixed drinks and like that, I know we already said this, that like, that's not my sister's forte. It's not what she's like, gonna be great at doing and so then on top of all the responsibilities she and i had you added this like great layer which was perfect because you weren't doing 17 other right, things right. as the maid you know um and then also like you know she was able to like hand over a game to you and steph to set up right and then like have x person help her with this and like i just think delegation to bridesmaids and other guests is really important when it comes to bachelor parties. Absolutely. And if I could add to that, and then I'll go into mine is I think it's really important too. like, as all of your friends kind of come and they're excited and they're staying in the house, if you're not staying in a hotel to realize that there's kind of duties that like people don't necessarily want to do that still need to get done. Like you need to clean the dishes, you need to do that. And like, yeah. it's not right if one individual kind of gets stuck doing that. So just be mindful. It's like the same, just like, you know, just being, uh, helpful. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so my big, my big takeaway from that was also just to make it personal, right? Um, make sure that whatever you're doing, whether you're going to a library, whether you're going to a winery, whatever it is, that it is going to speak to what that person would enjoy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Ghost strippers and all. Yes, exactly. Get your ghost strippers. That's, that's the takeaway <laughs> yes. from that episode. Awesome. All right. So what's going on with Mary? Okay, so I wanted to look ahead to 2022. It's our biggest year yet. It's gonna be a wild so one. Excited. I know it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty wild. Um, but what's what's fun this year is that we um have the like uh, first of a lot of things where we are having past bridesmaids and maids of honor um of years past now getting married themselves. So we have. 
we have repeat of families and we actually the majority of our weddings this year are repeat venues which is really nice we know what we're walking into their familiar faces from venue coordinators to you know um just some of the other things we know what we can look out for like there was a time where um you and i have discussed a certain venue like we know their kitchen is very slow and right. so when we returned to that venue like that was something that we watched out for and made sure that the couple knew that this we need to budget some more time for that so um that that's really great and um something else that's fun is that we have um for the first time i think we have people um who hired us this year who found us through the podcast yay which is so fun um so shout out to you all who found us through this avenue which I just love. And, um, and I also have to tell you a funny moment. I had a bride, um, stressing out a little bit last week and she said, I religiously listened to your podcast and just hearing your voices makes me feel better. Oh, I love that. And I was like, Oh my goodness. And so then we hopped on the call and like worked through some of her, um, some of her questions and problems she was having, but it just, um, I feel like podcasts are weird because you feel like it's like, like you're on an Island and it's like just us chatting with each other. But right. We forget that like, other people, people are, are listening. listening. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that does lead me into that this is our season finale. So we are going to be signing off, but we are always available on Instagram, email, text. Um, and, you know, we even have our direct business line phone number on our website, which you are more than welcome to text. Um, and, you know, ask us if there's things you want to dig into. I think more than ever, I'm having um, people that hired us you know, reach out with like a question here or there. And I always say, you know, we're not full on planners. We're not going to necessarily choose bridesmaid dresses with you. But if you have a question and, you know, you have a question with a contract, like a COVID clause sounds weird, or um, you're like uh, this, you know, this happened to this, the shop owner put the fear of God in me that I, I should have already chosen my dress. Like, let's talk it out. Like right. you just need someone in your corner. And that's something that I definitely learned after planning um, this summer. Like, you just need someone sometimes that will be able to listen and, and, um, sometimes you're not even looking for advice. You just like need to get it out. Yeah. So I think, um, utilizing us in that way is, is great. And, um, let's see. So, and just, you know, a simple reminder that we have two seasons worth of wedding hacks from saving money to things to pack for your wedding weekend and what to do before asking anyone to be a, a bridesmaid in your wedding, um, from how to be a good guest, our plus one episode and our wedding dress code episode. I think those are really important. Um, and so there really is something for everyone who has weddings in their orbit. And so if you are the person getting married or you're helping plan a bachelorette, or you are saying yes to being a maid of Honor, we really advise looking into those episodes before you, you know, say yes, or maybe you're going to say no, we give you the empowerment to do that too. Um, but we just love when people dive in and yeah, just let us know what you need. We are, we are on our season finale, but we are always here for you. So we will leave it at that. Any last words, Sam? I think, you know, you covered it, but from a selfish perspective, I am just so happy to kind of continue doing this with you. I think it's something that you and I, you know, throughout all of everything that we have going on, the weddings, regular work, you know, whatever it is. COVID stress. COVID stress. This is always something that we get to kind of just do together and connect on and be creative together and collaborate on. And I am just thankful for that. If nobody else listens to this, 
thankful to have that. I mean, we hope other people listen to this and take, you know, solace in what we're saying as well. But it's definitely been Brody is very excited as well. He um, is our, 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 our third co-host. Our, our third our mascots co-host. Here. Yes. <laughs> this has been a very nice and consistent way for us to get all of our thoughts out. This was, you know, therapeutic to go through some uh, good, bad and ugly of like my planning this past year um, and, and to to walk through this. So um love doing this with you. I love doing this with you. And Brody, thanks for your support. Thanks for being so enthusiastic, bud. <laughs> he was just reaching up at me while I was saying that last part. Yeah. Like he just, he knew this was it. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for getting married with us. Have a good one. Bye.